Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Second Take Variety Hour. The Second Take Variety Hour is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Welcome to the Second Take Variety Hour. Spay and neuter your pets. I'm Sebastian. Correct. Because <laughs> you don't want more of them. I actually do want more. If my dogs could give birth, the fact of the fact they're both women, I'm all for, I mean, they both can't. Okay. If one of my dogs could get pregnant and produce me puppies, aces, 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 aces. <laughs> I want more dogs. And that's not my fault. Jess, the body just had 10 puppies. I can't, I can't control the weather. <laughs> I keep joking with my life. I love our dog. I hate having a dog. Oh, I love everything. I want all my puppies. No, I love dogs, but owning a dog is kind of different, especially when you're the one cleaning up the- That's me. That part sucks, but it doesn't. it's fine. It's a small part of it's, my day. Yeah, it's fine. And that's one of the- You know, the dog barks at night when you don't want it to and there aren't- Yeah, because people are- on, Okay. So as I say, I love my dog. I hate having a dog. Okay. And I'm Andy Schossler. <laughs> Have you ever- Hold up there, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> and I am Alex. <laughs> I hope your intro wasn't funny, was it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Part of me feels bad and I want to know the split timeline between what Alex actually wanted to say and me cutting him off, but I never will. Nope, This never. is clearly the darkest timeline. Well, thanks for joining us for this show. Um, we'll see you next week. Uh, we have a <laughs> Facebook. Yep, we have a social media. Yep. Um, okay. Um, no, that that's it. I'm I'm done. I thought you were Alex. No, I'm done. Oh, he's changed his name. For shame. He's so Seb. flippant. Hey, Alex, you want to start a show? Just you and uh, I. No, I'm done. Oh, okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> see you tonight, you jackass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to do. Oh, sorry. Were you going to say something? I don't even know. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, should we? I still have a well, workout. Should we? Start... Oh, this is great radio. This is horrible. Oh. Seems like old Andy's in charge of this one, since nobody's going to interrupt me. <laughs> so I've uh, actually worked. Should, oh my uh, god. <laughs> I have not this worked. Oh my great. god! <laughs> I could just mute him, but I won't because that's rude. Yeah, it's just like cutting off someone yeah. in their intro. You it's did like, this, Seb. You opened you, this box. You, you so it, did. It was a one-time yeah, funny bit. One-time funny bit. <laughs> Stop <laughs> repeating me slightly on time. Um, what are you guys reviewing this week? I have no idea what I'm bringing to the table. If it's in the headline of the episode, that's what I chose, <laughs> but I can't remember. I've decided to change what I'm going to review. I'm going to review. 
how to figure out who your true friends are. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, how to lose them in 10 days. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, I want to talk about a YouTube channel that I've discovered recently called Men of the West. Men of the West. I'm not familiar with that one. What do they do? I'll talk about it. <laughs> well, no, fair, no, we're primers yeah. here. Oh, this yeah. is the going sizzle. It's <laughs> just slapping on some oil into a cold pan and yeah, did, waiting for that heat. You guys watched The Shining, right? And how he started off slightly angry and then a couple of things happened and he just yes. like flipped out. Yes. Yeah, I'm, on, I'm on the way there. <laughs> So in this case, Andrew, what on earth happened? Oh, I don't know. (laughs) If it turns out that he's not actually angry, but it is ghosts, would you still be upset or impressed? Because it's actually ghosts. Because I would be both upset and impressed. It'd be it'd be a reverse far from home. I would love it until I hated it. (laughs) All right, Andrew, what are you talking about today? Uh, I'm going to talk about The Office US. Uh, It's one of my favorite shows. And last week uh, we talked about how it topped the Netflix. Um, downloaded minutes uh, by a whopping percentage, and it itself makes up seven percent of all downloads uh, on Netflix on US Netflix. So I love the show, mm. and I liked it even after Steve Carell left. But there was a marked <gasps> what? difference. He he's only up until season seven. So that's not, that's not a spoiler. I mean, you know, it was it was all announced when when it was all oh, happening. I, anyway, I, 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 Ed Helms replaced him, right? But okay, mm, sort of. Did I it? can tell you, Ed Helms. He's the one that loses tooth in the Hangover movies. Oh, he's he's in an early episode. I can go oh. into specifics if you like, but both of you I know haven't seen The Office all the way through. But I also yeah. don't care. I don't care too much. I just didn't realize that he left. I okay. So we'll 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 talk about it then. But I just want to talk about The Office and how it is a great show. It was brilliant and the last two seasons kind of... How many seasons are there? Nine. Nine, okay. nine. nine in all. And the last two kind of went off the deep end a little bit. After Steve Carell left, you could feel the difference. Yeah, okay. So I just want to talk about its goodness and then its not-so-goodness Fair. in general. <laughs> all right, well, one yeah. of you start because I don't know what I'm going to talk about, so I can't really offer much sizzle here. I'm literally just going through like things that I've watched in my queue <laughs> to refresh me of what I've done the last couple of weeks because apart from playing Thief Simulator and we talked about Stranger Things last week, I've, that's pretty much been me. So You're terrible, Seb. I've done things. I just apparently nothing that's well, I'm gonna, embedded itself. I'm going to post it for you if you can't think of anything. We'll talk about the announcement that uh, Lashana Lynch is going to take over the 007 reigns. For, for one movie, apparently, maybe. Oh. I should, we should asterisk that. If it's popular, it'll carry on. Yes, Perhaps. And I'm disappointed they didn't choose Idris Elba because that would have been a perfect bond. This, the, I, I feel we'll talk about it, but I don't think, I don't think if Daniel- you, If you don't think of anything better, yes. Yeah, I don't think that- What's the name of the actor, the current one? Daniel, Daniel Craig. Craig. I don't think he's being written out. I think it's probably a storyline where he steps away, MI6 fills the role, and then he comes back. That's what I'm assuming it is. Like his, The 007 role was just filled in his that's retirement the, in the movie. That's the setup for- uh, for hey, yeah. <laughs> no, I think like 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 Seb was saying uh, just before we started recording, what we want are good stories, good spy films. It doesn't matter yeah. that um, a lady is in the role, or a man is in the role, or a exactly. white person is in the role, or a black person is. It doesn't or matter. Or a merman, or a puppy. But the trouble is when you start to play with the characters. Like if you want Thor. 
Thor is a male character. If you want to make a Thor movie and cast a female in the role of Thor, that's when it starts to not make sense. There is actually a the, I know in the comics. I, I know. Oh, Thorina. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, no. The power of Thor. I don't. I think she still goes by Thor, though. It's actually the same character that um, who's that lady that can't act in any of the Star Wars movies? Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman. <laughs> Um, it's it's her Aww. her character in the Marvel films is the one that takes over from Thor in the comics right. because Thor lost his he wasn't worthy and she he was. lost his mojo he lost his mojo <laughs> and he goes he kind of goes on a redemption arc for himself to try and get that back but she takes over in the role because in the comics like using the hammer yeah. gives you the power yeah. but so she's yeah effectively takes over the role of Thor well I mean maybe maybe Thor was a bad example but the point I'm trying to make is is that characters are what they are. And there's no problem telling new stories, but also changing old stories, you know, to, to tell a new one, but using the nostalgia of the old in order to sell it or frame it, that's a little bit dishonest and that's why fans get disappointed. We actually had a huge argument well before your time on the show about almost this exact thing of we were asked to pitch a female James Bond and mm-hmm. I got in trouble for saying, why don't we just make a new character that can, you know, be part of the James Bond universe, but rather than recast James Bond, why don't we just make something different okay. and good yeah. for yeah. someone else to use. And they can, you know what I mean? Like you don't need to replace yeah. a male role. You can just create a new female role. So I got into trouble for this. Did really? I, did I oppose that? No, I proposed that and then got yelled at for proposing it. Cause we're told to pitch a female <laughs> no, no, no. James Bond. Did I oppose that? All of you did. Well, I wasn't trying to single you out, but it was like, we're like Kate on and it was Zane. I got shanked for suggesting, <laughs> well, make a new role. I have grown as a person so much and I disagree with a lot of my previous the actions. Past Alex, yeah. So, the, and mainly becoming friends with you. No. <laughs> Vindication. The one, the one instance I can think of, of a traditionally male character played Simba. by a female <laughs> is Doctor Who, which- I didn't understand why people were disappointed that Doctor Who was going to be female because Doctor Who, in the in the lore of the show, regenerates and it's not specifically male or female. That's you know he can regenerate, she can regenerate into mm. anything, and it doesn't matter. And even uh, the the comic relief skit of Rowan Atkinson, where he went through a, a few other, he went through uh, Hugh Grant, uh, Jim Broadbent was one of them, yep. and then ended up being um, uh, Jen, Jen Saunders, who yeah. was fantastic in it. That was fine. It's perfectly fine for that for that character to do that because that's within the rules. Um, and all the, and all the backlash of uh, a female being Doctor Who that seemed ridiculous to me. But at the same time, something like you know a gay Spider Man. Or you know a black Superman, those things kind of start to go across the line in 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 a negative way, in 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 the in the wrong way because it breaks what the character is established to be. Mm. Not because a black guy can't be a superhero, but a black guy isn't Superman. Is is what I'm saying. I, I do I do kind of disagree only because I don't care. I, I, yeah, yeah. As, as long as the as product well. is actually good. What you could, I mean, I was to say, you could have a female Superman. I mean, yeah, I mean there is that character that exists, but you could do that. I don't care. Just make it good. That's, Just make it good. And, yeah. it, and it doesn't matter. Because like, there is Superman. actually a black Superman in the comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that is actually, I mean, there's a variation of everyone. That, yeah. But point is, I don't actually care how different it is from traditional canon. And as it long as it's good. And it doesn't matter. Just as it's good. 
Make it a good story. Like the yeah. Chris Nolan Batman stories were very different to most of the runs of the comics because they went for like that kind of hyper realistic sense. But you know what good? kind of saved them? They were really good. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Like <laughs> if you're going to go off and break off and do something original, you better fucking back yourself. That's yeah. all. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Yeah. I just want good shit. Just, <laughs> I just want some good shit. Some good writers. Yeah. <laughs> who cares and, who plays the actors? And that's characters. doubly important if you're deliberately changing something or making a point of, of you know, flipping genders or, or making it a racial thing, all the more reason why it has to be really good because then you have to support your reason for changing it. If it's Ooh, a crap product. Tilda Swinton in Doctor yeah. Strange. So traditionally the, the ancient okay. one is, play, yeah. is portrayed as an elderly Asian gentleman. Right. They portrayed him as a youngish, I'd say. She's, I mean, she's not young, young, but a young white woman. Okay. And that, that got some backlash because people were like, you're whitewashing this. Right, yeah. yeah. But then once again, they also gender flipped as well. People didn't really seem to care actually that she was a girl, was female. It? They just seemed to care that it was a white person that was cast. That was yeah. the most of the backlash. But um, was, it, was it good though? I, I enjoy it, but Tillerson's a good actress. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. yeah. But once again, I don't care, yeah. but I can see why yeah. when you're taking a role away from a minority group in like a Hollywood film, I can see why there's a bit of like, you know, like, like there's not that, in the Marvel universe, we have Wong. We have yeah. one Asian character out of 30 yeah. movies or whatever. Why we should have two at least. You know, it's like, why would you take away a role that could have gone to someone that was Asian descent? All right. So, but arguments I don't want to have, as long as the thing is good, <laughs> as long I as will good. watch and be yeah. happy. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and damn a movie because of a casting choice, unless the casting <laughs> choice was a bad casting choice. Uh, like Steven Seagal playing Raiden. No, not, no, Christopher Lambert. Yeah, I was playing, like, oh, playing please. Red. Not Steven Seagal, but just as bad as far as the acting was concerned. It's- I'm very excited about that new one that's coming out that we are shoehorned into review. Oh, so God. it's being filmed on the Gold Coast too, which for those outside of where we live is just uh, about an hour down the road, hour and a half. I hate you, Seb. I'm so excited. <laughs> it's putting- closer for Andy. <laughs> it's what? It's closer for Andy. It's true, yeah. Yeah, if I was on the production team, <laughs> it would be most convenient. <laughs> but they put, keep putting out casting calls locally for bodybuilders and, well, specifically professional wrestlers and right. people with combat training because they need people to yeah. take bumps and flips and stuff. Yeah. And I'm like, trying to think about the people I know. I'm like, are any of them like fit enough to be like in a Hollywood movie? Like I know some really like toned guys. I'm like, are they Hollywood toned? Let's get Cuddy in. I submit you, Seb, to play a character Sorry, called Alex the bookworm. The bookworm. And you could, yeah, and you can be a nerd who has read about fighting and is, and is a bit too sure of himself, but is never actually- We should pitch it to them. <laughs> I don't know why this reminded me, but they've also greenlit and they're starting production on the third um, Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock movie. Oh, good. Which is a mixed bag for me because all those words are good, but I have not enjoyed any of the two movies. <laughs> really? I like him. I like Sherlock. I like mysteries. I, all It's all ticks. But when watching the movies, I think it was too much action for me. Like the, there was some, because when there's the fight scenes, I was like, it's a cool effect, but I feel like, I don't know. It just, they didn't grab me. Oh. They're not I, bad. I, I just like don't it. like them. And it's like, I can recognize that it's quality. It's just not quality for me. I think I like it for other reasons though, because I know that one of my favorite YouTubers, Gavin Free, was uh, Slow-Mo Guys, Rooster Teeth, Achievement Hunter, Let's Play, like all those channels. Oh yeah, okay. Let's yeah. Play is the only one I recognize. Let, all well, those, Let's yeah. Play, Gavin, yeah. he's um, he's the British one. Right. Um, he studied cinematography and specialized with slow motion. Um, and so he created the YouTube channel, The Slow Mo Guys. Okay. With Dan Grushy. Um, and they are like one of the top 
YouTube channels and they have been going strong for like 10 years or whatever. Yeah. He started it because he wanted to work for Rooster Teeth, which was an American company, and he lived in Britain. And to get over to America to get the opportunity to work there, he needed some sort of sponsorship or sponsorship or um, reason to want to come to America and oh, oh yeah, or putting down a working at a production company that makes internet videos wasn't. <laughs> A good enough a, reason. A good enough reason. So he created this channel and it took off because they just – Wow. It, a phantom camera shooting slow motion, so like 6,000 frames a second, yeah. things like that, and they would have a mug hitting the floor and smashing. Thousands, millions oh, of yeah, views. It's, like I, it's, I love watching those things. And like they're, they're probably their biggest one. I don't know if it's still their biggest one, but a six-foot balloon, so like a giant balloon. Yeah. Filled with water bursting. <gasps> yes. Yes. I don't yes. know if you've seen it. No, I've, I've, yeah. I, I love the water balloons breaking. And yes. And like they, beautiful. they're jumping on it and they're falling from trees on it. <laughs> he gets his brother and they, they flip onto it at the same time and it's the double impact that like just stretches it too far and then it's, you know, and then it slows right down and they're like yeah. almost poised in the air and you see the the rubber of the balloon just split and all the water stays there and then starts to it's gorgeous isn't it yeah i discovered it one night at probably like nine o'clock at night i was trying to study (laughs) this was years ago like when i was in my undergraduate found it at nine o'clock at night and then i watched every single video and it was like 3 a.m and i was like Mm. (laughs) i better go to bed (laughs) (laughs) Like I just, I was encapsulated every time they upload a video. Yeah, I've got to watch it. Has that happened to you recently? No, like, I'm far too tired now. I yeah, I found, <laughs> and I and I don't know if it's because of the content, the the quality of the content, yeah. I guess, or the uniqueness of it. Yeah. Um, or whether I'm just getting older now, but I haven't yeah. been genuinely captivated by anything to that extent in some time. Yeah. It's apart from, well, I say, oh, well, I haven't done that specific like six hour binge, but this YouTube channel that I actually want to talk about yeah. today, um, Men of the West. Is, Men of the West. Um, so they go through all of Lord of, the, Lord of the Rings lore, Silmarillion, The Hobbit, everything related to the Lord of the Rings universe. And like they'll pinpoint like... Um, so, like, uh, the fall of Balerion or whatever. Okay. Which is one of the ang- uh, one of the races or one of the areas and, um, like, what happened there. So they'll go through and they'll tell the story from, like, oh, so what the- happened, like, give you the characters, where it's situated, what happened to the downfall, who was involved. So they'll, they'll take a, a, a scene yeah. from, from one of the films or, or, or from the books and just expand on all the details of, of the history. Like they'll get all the details from all okay. of the material and they'll tell you about it in like 12, 15 minutes. Okay. Like um, so um, I, I go a bit mad for stuff like that when it comes to Star Wars. Yeah. And it's it, very, very similar. And but then, then there'll be like, what if Sauron got the ring? Oh. And like it'll be like a fan theory. Okay. Or what if Saruman didn't turn evil? Okay. What if Gandalf took the ring? Like it'll be like things like that. And like the the one that I watched were like what if Sauron got the ring back? Right. Or, or no, what what was it? Or, um 
Boromir's famous line, like you can't just walk into Mordor. And it's like, what if they did just walk into One Mordor? One does not simply walk into Mordor. Yeah, and, the, and it is like, what if they simply did walk into Mordor? <laughs> Sauron gets the ring back, all of Middle-earth is doomed, the end. Perfect. And then he's like, yeah. nah, I gotcha. Like, <laughs> then he goes through and like, uh, it, it, it's quite good. Like, um, and there's lots of detail. There's lots of like, who were the Balrogs? What are the Maya? What are the Valar? Okay. Have you have you watched all this stuff or are you uh, still exploring I'm it? I'm still exploring it. There's years of content. So what's your favourite fan theory that you've uncovered so far? I think the Galadriel one was pretty good. You'll have what to it? explain that to me. I know nothing so of Lord Lady, of the Rings. Lady Galadriel, one of the elves mm-hmm. um, in the first. Oh, played by... Um, Kate Blanchett. What's her name? Oh, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. Um, I was going to say the other one. Uh, Steve uh, oh, Tyler's daughter. Liv Tyler. No, the Arwen. Uh, yeah. that, that's Arwen. Arwen. Okay. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Um, no, Kate... Blanchett plays Galadriel, who is one of the higher. It could be Noldor, could be mm-hmm. whatever race of yeah. or sect of elves. There's many, yeah. and you can watch the YouTube channel to find out all this information. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, there's a scene in uh, Fellowship of the Ring where Frodo kind of offers the ring to her, and she goes on like the spear, like instead of a. Dark Lord, you would have a queen, mighty and powerful, blah, blah, blah. and like she goes all dark, and then, then she declines, and it's like, no, I've passed my test. I will fade away with my people and go to the west. Yeah, um, but the fan theory goes on like, what if she did take the ring, and then it? I think oh, I can't remember it. I'm gonna have to watch it again. <laughs> I, I think, but like, it, it's cool because like it, it just it goes in, and gets like these little details, like. This could happen, yeah, and like, and then expands on it. And it's just, it's just fiction, like, oh, if, but, but fiction of fiction, but yeah, exactly like, right. It's, it's super interesting, and see, I love, I love that stuff when it comes to Star Wars. Yes, and yes. I've never read any of the uh, extended universe books, which are, have all been dismissed by Disney now, anyway. Yeah, uh, but I love when people expand on that. For me, you know, they 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 put um, a, a fan theory into context with all these other references that you know people with yes. Lucas's blessing uh, just went went nuts with yes. uh, and got some great stuff out of it it's great it's and like cuz the the worlds are so convoluted and intricate there's so much that could happen and like the slightest detail from one thing could like pop up and be like what <laughs> <laughs> How? What? Christ! Like ah, I didn't well, see that. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me elaborate. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it's it's fantastic. A little bit on the the fan kind of running with it. Have you guys heard of the Stephen King Dollar Babies? No. no. Okay, so I'm I haven't done any like strict reading on this to present. It's just you triggered something, and this is good. I'm jumping on it because I remembered <laughs> it. Um, effectively, what variety? <laughs> I know, right? So. For Stephen King's like lesser loved or lesser known properties, he has like sort of a pseudo agreement that if you send him $1, he will give you the film rights to make that film, but there are caveats under it. And it's like, you can adapt his thing, but you can't do it for profit and you can't release it to the world. But effectively it's so students for student films- Have they material to- Have f- material to work with. Okay. So you send him a dollar and you get the, nice. the rights to, you know, some- story that no one's really adapted yet. That's a nice idea. Yeah. And I just thought that was quite, yeah, nice. But obviously there are heavy restrictions so you can't put it online (laughs) and you can't, you know, put it to DVD or anything like that. So (laughs) Actually, that's that's quite a brilliant secondary market for his flops. 
Yep. And just like <laughs> he makes he makes a dollar off them. That's yeah. it. But he doesn't care because it's like no one's going to make them. You yeah. may as well. Yeah. It's literally like film students growing up. Yeah. Here's the thing that you can adapt to go crazy. And he just charges a dollar. Okay. That's great. That story was not long enough to be a segment, but <laughs> there you go. You all learned something. <laughs> the end. Right. Um, I Contractual get, obligation done. Yeah, <laughs> I, I washed my hands. <laughs> I will say I, I went silent when Alex was explaining about the um, Middle Earth thing because I was watching a bunch of slow motion videos. On yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's super interesting, right? The the one that caught me with a man was like inside of a giant water balloon that pops and just seeing the tear shoot from one end yeah. around the other end. Yeah. It Yeah, it was like, I may as well have seen like some samurai movie, a guy just like running past and slices him. It was so cool. But then I just went down the rabbit hole. It's great. And then I think just this year, they've had a YouTube produced show on their channel as well um, where it was uh, like natural things. So like they they went to, I think it was in Iceland. There's a a giant- um, Penis museum. No, like um, out- it's by the water and it's like a giant hole and it heats up and it just like- Like a geyser? Like, yeah, yeah. And and so they were filming that with a drone with a oh. thing like with the camera pointing down the hole yes. <laughs> and like seeing that in slow motion and like it's, it's just, it's great. And then okay. like getting up and close to a hummingbird and seeing how quickly- their wings yes. move yeah. and like they're not flapping one way and then like going back up. They're flapping like backward and forward. So they're actually doing two flaps in one movement, like sort of in one yeah. mo- movement. And it's it's just phenomenal. Like seeing it so slow and like just, oh, I just I, can't, I could rave on. It's oh, it's, it's brilliant to watch. I'm I'm right mm. with you. And anything anything that that is normally you know. Yeah, is over with in a, in a split second. You know, even even a firing a gun, yeah, is uh, is quite interesting. Watching watching the whole process happen. Yeah, like the combustion, and then like seeing like how long it would take the bullet to actually leave the barrel. Yeah, it seems and to like, take so long, doesn't it? The, <laughs> but like it it's it's literally like bang, and like yeah. it, that's the the extent of it. But you can get the Gavin uploaded on their second channel like. They did this one thing, and they were like, "We've re- uploaded the, the whole recording of this six second <laughs> or the point six second uh, clip that we took, and yes. it was like nineteen hours." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, like, the amount of footage that they get for the little amount of recording they do is huge, is yeah. massive. Yeah. Um, they, sorry, but <laughs> no, they, no, there's there's right. one where they've set up a. A, a rifle or a sniper rifle and they've got mirrors and they're looking down the barrel of oh, a awesome. rifle with okay. like a 50 caliber or whatever, like a, yes. a, a giant bullet <laughs> um, going right at like, it looks how they've set it up right at the lens and it is just freaky. Like having a bullet come like towards the screen. Ah, of course. <laughs> like <Yeah>. it's, it's <laughs> literally and like that from, like the sound of the like the f- gun firing yeah. to like it hitting is phenomenal. Yeah. Like instant. <laughs> it's crazy. It, so many good things on uh, slow-mo guys <laughs> on YouTube. Check them out. Well, speaking of other good things, uh, The Office, the US version. The Office. An insanely popular show. In fact, so insane that NBC is 
taking taking the rights away from Netflix and putting it on their own streaming service. I think ah. from twenty twenty one or something. Right. Uh, so Netflix only has two more years to cash in on all that office Whoa. gold. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Now you're both watching the old sort of part way through. Yeah. The whole show. We put it on when there's nothing else to watch. Not because it's bad, yeah. but just because it's a night. It's good consistent. Yeah. We haven't both haven't yeah. seen it in our household. Where are you up to? Out of curiosity, it's like start of season three. Okay, so Pam Ish. and Jim have kissed, and Pam broke up with yes, uh, with Roy. Yes, and yeah. Jim's at the other office. Yes, and he's up in Stanford. Yes, yeah. Okay, have you seen? Um, I'm up to. Is it Operation Midnight? What's it called? Oh, Threat Level Midnight. Threat Level Midnight. Oh, good episode. Yeah. That's the last episode I've watched. <laughs> okay. You're way down the line. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. to be fair, we haven't watched all the way through. Yeah. I think I've just yeah. jumped in at random points because the wife puts it on, but okay. that's the last episode okay. I saw, which was fantastic. Also a great episode. Well, uh, I mean, the the first season was a shot-for-shot, word-for-word remake of the first season of the British version. Yeah. Um, and I don't have, have you ever seen the, the, the British one? Uh, I've seen... Bits. I, I, I saw the US one first. Right. I saw I saw the British one first. Okay. Um, but like I was a teenager. I like it, but they definitely are different shows. Oh, definitely. Um, the Not only are the – I mean, the, the faces are different, so the performances are different from each other as well, even though they're delivering the same lines. But the whole tone is different as well, mm. and I think that's remarkable because both of them are good – and they're both different from each other, even though it's the same material, essentially. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so credit to Ricky Gervais for nailing it first, first with the yeah. UK version, and then just getting it right with the with the US one as well. Mm. So, just as as the seasons went along, they definitely got better to a peak, and then after that, sort of trailed away. Uh, so Steve Carell was only on for seven seasons. In the seventh season, he stepped off and said, thank you very much. I'm not doing it anymore, um, even though he was being paid a ridiculous amount of money uh, yeah. for uh, for each episode. As the creativity the other, has died. Then, I don't know, know if it died, like, but there was a very distinct um, reduction in quality and just enjoyability right. for the shows. But um, up until season seven, the shows kind of all – Rated in 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 the in the low to mid eights, right. uh, as far as as far as IMDb is concerned. Anyway, um, season one was in the low eights. Season two in the mid eights. Season three was mid eights going into low nines towards towards the end of it. Um, season four was consistently high eights all the way through. Season five was mid eights ending in a in a high eight. I think season five is the best. Um, that's just a, a personal opinion. Not necessarily backed up by numbers, but they were all very, very high at that point. Um, season six was mid eights, and it started to uh, taper by the end of it into the low eights. Um, season seven was low eights all the way through, with Steve Carell's uh, two two final episodes being in the nines. So, and they're, and they're really good episodes when when he leaves. A friend said that they were like super emotional. They like. really are, yeah. Okay. His his final goodbye with Pam, I still tear up now. I know exactly what I'm expecting, but it's just it, yeah, en- okay. entirely in the delivery, how it's presented. It is just a beautiful bit of television. Okay. Um, yeah, and I still tear up when it when it happens now. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Bees. Now, uh, 
I don't want to spoil it for you guys. Okay. So I'll let you decide. Um, Steve Carell steps away. Do you want to know who takes over after that? I thought I did, but maybe I don't now that you're saying this. Okay, no, yeah. I, w- I won't. Yeah, yeah. I won't say it then. If you, if you're no, I don't, I don't. I mean, I've no. Sure I've talked about it just before. So do it. Is it on now? It's not at Helms. I thought it was after after season seven. There are still three episodes in the in the last uh, to to round out that that season. It's Will Ferrell. That's that right. In, I remember this now. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. comes in as the boss. He's there for three episodes and just ends up being even even worse than than Michael in a, in, a, in a different way, but. Yeah, uh, just as just as crazy and right. slash competent slash incompetent, whatever yeah. you want to okay. make of it. Um, and, and and so at the end of this uh, season, um, Joe Bennett, played by Kathy Bates, tasks Jim with finding uh, finding a new boss. And and the last episode has uh, performances from a whole heap of guys. Warren Buffett is one of the guys, um, just thrown in as a as a joke. But Jim Carrey um, plays a plays a guy. Also, a bit of a jokey character. I don't think he was seriously going to to take over. Right. James Spader shows up as well, playing oh, wow. essentially uh, Alan from Boston Legal. Uh, um, not Alan, but a, a very a very Alan ish kind of kind of character cool. where he's super specific and super creepy in that James Spader way yeah. that you're creeped out and you love him at the same time. Uh, I can't. Oh, and uh, Ray Romano shows up as 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 one character as well. Oh. Also, kind of, you kind kind of get taken in, and maybe he's going to take over. So they're teasing a little bit, and you don't know whether they're completely joking or not. Right. Season eight, it turns out it's James Spader. Okay, gets 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 brought in as the guy, and he makes for an interesting boss. But the tone without Steve Carell is distinctly different for the whole of season eight. Why did Steve leave? Did he just want to do other projects? Is that yeah, why he left? He was yeah. he was just done with the office. Okay. Um wanted to go out on a high. I think he chose a good point. Um as I say, the show definitely peaked season five, in my opinion, and the tapering off was slow. Like it maintained quality all, all the way through, but then after that it felt different and it never never got back. So people have been clamoring for a reunion. And you see what I was reading that recently as well, yes. And you've seen what they've done they're doing instead? What are they doing? Well, Steve movie Carole special. And uh, what's the name of the other guy? Sorry. And the- Jim. Nope. The, I'm looking at the maker of the show. Oh. I just had him on screen. Why did he go? Greg uh, Daniels. That sounds about right. Michael Schur. That's probably it. I, mean, <laughs> I just had it on screen. Yeah. Anyway, the guy that created the show with him. Greg Daniels. Yeah. Greg Daniels. Michael Schur, incidentally, the guy who plays Mose in the show is the writer of The Good Place. Oh. Awesome. Oh. That's him. Yeah. Right. So I believe it's going to be on Netflix, but don't quote me on that part. Um, they're doing, the two of them, a show called Space Force. It's effectively oh, yeah. that thing that Trump was pitching saying, like, yeah. we're going to make a space military and we're going to call it Space Force. They're doing the comedy version of Trump's Space Force. I thought that was just a joke that it's, they were bending around. I didn't think- No, they, they did a trailer for it. It's like a yeah. teaser. That's what I said. I, I, I thought that was the joke. Yeah. Uh, the people tasked with creating a sixth branch of the armed service of the Space Force. So it's about the people tasked with creating it. But it's done by Steve Carell. So they're Carell really doing it. And yeah, the Greg guy that made The Office and that they pitched it as that's what they're going to do instead of The Office. And the way they did it, it makes it kind of seem like it's going to be that sort of mockumentary style thing, but different. What did you guys think of, if you've ever seen it, the games? Remember the games? Have you ever no. seen that? 
What's that? No. It's on Stan. Um, it's John Clark and Brian Dore and Gina Riley, for I'm, that matter. Those are all names I've heard of. But <laughs> I don't know this, sorry. Late 90s show um, for the ABC. It was about the Sydney Olympics and organising that and putting it together. Complete mockumentary, complete satire right. done in that lovely, mm. brilliant uh, Australian and John, John Clarkian way of, yeah, sometimes you just don't know whether he's joking or not. Okay. And, I mean, you, you know he is, but it's very good satire. Um, right. Terrific show and kind of opened the door for this mockumentary stuff. Right. Um, so I think the first one was in 1996, um, second season 1998, uh, the end of which is the opening ceremony for the um, 2000 Sydney Games. Right. Great show all the way through. Um, the British did one as well for the 2012 Games in London okay. and it wasn't anywhere near as good, um, but that came after The Office, obviously. The Office, I think, was 2000. 2000. The, the UK Office came out, oh, I think, be, or yeah. 2002 or so, somewhere around there, early, early 2000s anyway. Was in that, yes, yes, yeah. yes, he played the gym character. Yeah. I can't remember what his name was in the, in the show. Um, so do you suspect it's going to be in that vein where it's – do you guys ever see Utopia? Australian show done for the ABC. I never saw it, but I was aware of it, yeah. Rob Sitch, three seasons, terrific satire. Okay. Um, again, they, they run a fictitious um, a department of infrastructure or something like that, and it's just it's – <laughs> If you ever saw Hollow Men is another is another one where it's the Prime Minister's office. Oh, um, maybe yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, with um, uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, the radio duo. I've forgotten them them now. American Rosso. So Merrick Watts. Yes, is, is yes. in that. Yes, 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 um, yes. I've seen that. Nothing. Pretty sure. Very good. So Rompsich is in that as well. He essentially plays the opposite um, in in Utopia of the character he had in in uh, Hollow Men, but same kind of thing. Government departments, yeah. they're dealing with all the bullshit that, that goes on. Yeah. Nothing ever moves forward because it's all talk and all handshakes and as soon as a deal is done, that's it. Let's move on to the next thing we can sell and get votes for. Who cares about actually doing the project? Yeah. <laughs> um, great stuff. So in a roundabout way, do you get the feeling that it's going to be in that vein? I kind of hope so. Yeah. I was also thinking- oh, was the- Americans can get it wrong. When they, well, nail, the was right. when they nail something, they- Nail it. Yeah. They absolutely nail it. I'm just, I want it to be more in tone like The Office rather than like The Orville, for example. Okay. That's I'm hoping that they go the more, I like the mockumentary style. It's, it's yeah. nice. It's yeah. it's surprisingly neat for something that is so messy at the same time. So you're hoping for more satire than sci-fi? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I hope see, so too. The way it's phrased is like they're the group tasked with setting yes, it up as yeah. well. Like I want to see like the logistical planning of like <laughs> the president wants us to start a space force. All right, so we've got- yeah. Th- okay. How many astronauts are there in <laughs> service? <laughs> Three, <laughs> and we've yeah. got like some old like astronaut that's a member of the cast. That's not actually an astronaut. As like yeah. their consultant who hasn't you know gone on a rocket for th- forty years and something. Yep. They're like the Pierce character from Community, almost yep. like out yep. of their yep. prime. There's some and having some yes. gold there and having to build new rockets and you know being committed <laughs> to you know putting the whole thing out yep. to tender, but being committed to going with Joe Bloggs Construction Company because he's a friend of yeah. know, the, the head of the or something and he makes crap and, and like how Trump many has, lasers can we get yeah. <laughs> Trump has cut the funding to NASA at the same time so like how do we do this 
on a budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. So I reckon there's a lot of nice places they can take this, and I bloody hope they do. Fingers crossed. And if it's on Netflix, even better for me because I can watch all of it in one day. Woo! Yep. But I, I can't see Netflix anywhere what I'm reading now. But I thought it was announced for Netflix. Now I'm confused, but who knows? I remember it just being a joke, and I and I didn't think it was a serious a serious thing that they were following up on. Like that was. I mean, it's, when when Trump announced uh, the Space Force, this was their response that, oh, yeah, okay. It's got We're an official doing- page on IMDb, which I know anyone's fan films can, yeah. but it's like, it looks really well set up with some really nice imagery up there. Well, here's hoping. Fingers crossed. All right, well, the that good, was- The a- good place will end eventually. And one Mike, season. Mike Sher, yeah, the, 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 this next one's the last one. So yep. Mike, Mike Sher is going to have a new project up. So available. Yeah. <laughs> and he loves Netflix. <laughs> so which one is he in office? Moe's, uh, um, Dwight's cousin. Not in it very often. Uh, okay. Yeah. Right. And he was a writer on The Office, then went on to do The Good Place. Right, okay. Are you a fan of The Good Place? Do you, do you know uh, The Good Place? I think I've seen a couple of episodes, but my yeah. wife doesn't want to watch it and I have very oh, little time. That's a shame. It, it is terrific. It really yeah, is good. I, I, yeah. What I've seen, I like it, but yeah, time. Ted fucking dancing. Need I say more? Mm-hmm. I needn't. Becca? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Well, we actually do have a Facebook. <laughs> As opposed to <laughs> Facebook.com slash second take. Check us out on Instagram at second take podcast. Or if you live in the future, you can tweet us at second take TNC. Um, we've got our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash second take and our website, second take podcast.com. And guys, we have an email address, right? We obviously, it's 2019. We got an email address and Ramel address is allowed to vote. It's so progressive. Um, <laughs> second take podcast. Doc, nope, nope, at gmail.com. <laughs> I got the website in my head. Oh, who can't do their joke now? <laughs> you know what? I discovered we had and a didn't Patreon. use it once during The Shining review. Please don't be too loud when I hit this button. Here's Johnny. Didn't use that once. God dang it. Also, he doesn't say it in the movie, I don't think. He, does, yeah, he, does. Absolutely. he, he says, does. here's Johnny. When he cracks into the bathroom. He does, good. Okay. Yeah. When he cracks into the apartment, That's he says, what? honey, I'm home. Yep, and yep. then in the bathroom, he says, here's Johnny. Whereas the trailer, he did it in the other room. Other room, eh. room. That's why I was like, it's missing from somewhere. Okay, all good. Good night. Goodbye. So long. Um, Golden Girls. Thank you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back again. The Disney vs. Disney Debates podcast is all about finding the answer to one simple question. What is the best Disney movie of all time? Maybe the question isn't that simple. So join us every Saturday as hosts from all across That's Not Canon fight for their movies in one-on-one debates moderated by me, Zane C. Weber. In order to decide once and for all which of Disney's beloved classics or recent hits will take the crown. Save it for the show. Available now on Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you find podcasts. That's Not Kind of Productions podcast. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that 
Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.